0: Batman and ninjas, y'all. Batman and ninjas. Yes. You ready to get your learn on? This is Andrew, everybody, and I'm once again joined by Ben Atavius, the Ben Knight himself.
1: Yes, I'm here to step into the dojo and get some tutelage from Ninja Drew.
0: We are on brand like a motherfucker here today. And White Shadow joins us. White Shadow
2: is here to uh, get his tutelage on some ninja knowledge. From Ninja Drew. Oh,
0: shit. Ninja Tutelage. Yes, everybody. It is I. I, I'm going to be leading this one here today. Uh, So it's about Batman and ninjas, as we've already said. And so (laughs) in this installment, we're going to be going over not everything that ever existed as far as ninjas are concerned with Batman. We're going to be going over just the major heavy hitters. So if I miss something, leave it in the comments and we'll Mm -hmm. get it the Mm -hmm. next time. Okay? So I'm not gonna, from the top of this episode, not gonna be the most exhaustive thing ever. And there's some things I just could not find in my research and Dan couldn't find either. Mm -hmm. Our fifth Beatle, Dan. So, uh, our research assistant. So, uh, yeah, we'll go over that when we get there. But, what we will go over is some of the major ninja elements in the Batman mythos Across the comics, in live action, and mm-hmm. animation. And nice. then we'll also discuss Notable Ninjas. Notable Ninjas. That's in the comics. And then Ninja like Weapons. Yeah. Ninja <laughs> Weapons at the end. Mm-hmm. And just as in my other episodes I led, like on Themiskira and uh, Atlantis, we're going to do actual historical information peppered in. Uh-huh. And when we do that... We're going to be calling those Ninja Nuggets.
2: Ninja, ninja Nuggets. Nuggets!
0: So uh, let's get some pop culture uh, bearings here, right? Sure. So let's cover the first ninja appearance in Western pop culture, okay? Ooh. All right, so there was a ninja boom in the 80s in America. We all know that, but Japan experienced its its own ninja boom and pop, in their popular culture in the '60s, and there was a popular movie called Shinobi no Mono, aka The Band of Assassins. It's called that as well. And let me move over the slide. So yeah, Shinobi no Mono. It's in black and white. This is a popular ninja movie.
1: Uh, we can't see it right now.
0: Oh shit! What's happening? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me add, change over to the it. deal. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Ah. Alright, so as we can see in the YouTube part, it's uh, you know, classic 60s film. It's got ninjas in it, ninja action. Um and interesting thing about this is Raul Dahl saw it. Hold on. Oh, Raul Dahl. That's cool. Yeah. Hold on a second. I'm gonna skip around that. So When English author Raoul Dald saw Yoshinomi no Mono on a visit to Japan, he was sufficiently impressed to borrow from it for his screenplay for the James Bond script of You Only Live Twice in 1967, including the villainous Oda Nobunaga's fondness for stroking cats imitated by Blofeld, and oh my god, Blofeld is Nobunaga.
1: Jesus. I just right. learned
2: that Raul Dahl wrote a screenplay for a James Bond movie. He
1: did, yeah. You Only Live Twice. and That was the first uh, time you saw the face of Blofeld, which was yeah. then parodied for Dr. Evil. Yeah, That's, um, uh, I didn't know there was this connection to a ninja movie, though.
0: I didn't either. This was something that I discovered in my research for this episode. I don't know if the historical Nobunaga... This is a real historical guy, right? Mm-hmm. This is. It's always comes up in Japanese epics. If you see in, in their histories, if you saw the Japan and the samurai, whatever that thing was called on Netflix earlier this year, they Mm -hmm. go over Nobunaga a lot, so if you haven't seen that, check that out. Uh, But uh, he was a warlord, essentially, and he, you know, Japan wasn't one country in the 1600s, pretty much. It was these disparate factions, so there was this move to unite the nation, and he was one of the major factors in that. Anyway, also fucking influenced fucking Blofeld (laughs) with the cat thing, because in this movie, in Shinobi no Mono, he has a fucking cat i could not believe that when i learned this
1: that's amazing because i don't think the cat is yeah. in the james bond novels from the ones that i read they know no, blowfeld does not have he's not striking a cat in any of those it just became part of the canon with the movies but i had no idea there was this connection at all until you discovered is, it just um, now is Dudley
2: pleasance the first, first uh, appearance of Blofeld?
1: First face of Blowfield. Yeah, that's Donald oh, Plus. Okay. Only huh. one appearance with him before he got switched out with Tele Savalos, who then gets switched out with Charles Gregg. A whole there was <laughs> right. the, only, the, first time, the only time there's been one actor playing, playing Blowfield more than once is Christoph Waltz recently. And that's it. Interesting.
0: Juan Ben yeah. Juan. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> huh. uh, yeah, incredible find. Um, and this kind of relates back to our episode that uh, you did. Was it Patreon? It's the Patreon Bond episode. Connections?
1: Yeah, James Bond and, and Batman. Stuff, yeah. So, yeah, this does relate to it in a sort of circuitous way.
0: Yeah, I was about to say the word circuitous as well. <laughs> it's a, it's a little circuitous, but you yeah. only live twice. Is the first time we see ninjas in Western culture, really? So, um, thanks to Raul Dahl seeing this ninja movie when he was in Japan, mm-hmm. we we then have this and that. Probably started to plant the seed for the '80s ninja boom that would happen later on in America. Yeah. So
1: I, I will say that the book of you only live twice, which was written sometime before the movie, of course, but uh, it does feature bond getting some training in uh, ninjutsu and ninja tactics in order to infiltrate bonds uh, not bond Blofeld's headquarters, which in the book is this uh, castle with like a garden of death and poisonous uh, right. plants and stuff, which some who saw no time to die might find that sounds familiar. Uh, right. But uh, he learns ninja tactics in order to infiltrate, and I think the movie was just like let's just have Bond with ninjas. Let's bring him right. further into it <laughs> than what they have it. So it's even more exaggerated in the movie.
0: Yeah. So if Raoul Dahl's the one that <clears throat> the guy that wrote the script for it, it wasn't the original book then, right? This nin- ninja aspect,
1: just the him getting training. I, I believe just him getting training in order to use ninja tactics in order to get in, but it's not. It's not him literally teaming up with a whole bunch of ninjas to infiltrate this volcano base like we see in the movie.
0: Okay, yeah. I I assume there were some differences there. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. There he is with the cat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah, James Bond probably influences uh, uh, Batman eventually. So, Mm -hmm. it's a little circuitous, but it's there. I just like to lay the groundwork. You know what I'm saying?
1: Sure, yeah. No, this is awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, we're going to move to the next slide now. So, another thing let's get our bearings here so nin the ninjutsu right so Mm uh to put to put it simply ninja is one who practices ninjutsu basically Mm -hmm. and this definition is we're going to go over this in detail in this episode i think but uh other words associated with ninjutsu are assassin deception and martial arts of course Mm -hmm. Um, and the ninja are from japan specifically what's what can be a little bit uh rough about defining it sometimes is uh, there's been espionage in warfare in every war since we were cavemen, probably right yeah. so it's it's not that part's not specific to Japan, but this exact thing with the hood and these specific mm-hmm. weapons it's it's to Japan specifically, so um I want to define that before we go forward. Also, it is ninjutsu. It's not ninjutsu. I don't know if it comes from Brazilian jiu-jitsu of them saying jitsu or something, but Hmm. it is J-U in the Japanese. If you were to say that kanji with Roman letters, it's Mm -hmm. J-U. And, uh, you know, DC Fandom, or Fandom, wiki, not Fandom, but DC Fandom has a pretty decent write-up. I was surprised on on this. But it says ninjutsu which can mean the art of forbearance or ninja techniques is the uh, Japanese martial art created by a group of families originally from the Iga and Koga regions of Japan. Uh, So the Iga and Koga ninja are famous major clans there. And uh, there, I was just surprised that they got this specific. Like this is, Mm -hmm. this is exactly correct Mm -hmm. on DC (laughs) fandom. Mm. There is not a bit of this that is wrong. <laughs> so that's mm. great. Mm-hmm. And uh I'll have this kanji up too because like I said, it says the art of forbearance, right? So uh this kanji neen here, the bigger one on the on the YouTube is is the Nin and Ninja. And uh it does mean to uh forbear, to uh persevere actually. So mm-hmm. it, it does also mean to sneak, but it it's it does also equally carry this meaning of, of survival and forbearance and perseverance because I have the two, uh, uh, these two uh, components for the kanji on the right side of here of the screen. The top part is blade bottom part is heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to have the perseverance. The idea anyway is you have to have perseverance of a heart of a, of a knife at your heart. Hmm. To to be able to persevere through that situation, ah, and you okay. can take that in any any kind of thing you want. But mm-hmm. basically, ninjutsu is also the way of surviving, the way of of persevering, right? So uh, so there's that. This kanji blade too, right here, is the one used in um, Demon Slayer recently in recent anime because uh-huh. the Japanese title is the Demon Slayer Blade. Uh, anyway, that's a tangent. That's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay i do like the connection to
1: perseverance because that's a that's a trait that i think everybody can see relates to batman very much yeah he's very much the epitome of that so to find that there's that connection too is pretty cool
0: yeah this is very very much connects to all of this shit so Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it's just interesting to, to bring up because yes it is about martial arts and it's about warfare but there is like with Marshall, like with all kinds of kung fu and all this shit, there's always like a deeper part of the onion, right? A deeper mm-hmm. layer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I wanted to bring that up. We will get to actual Batman shit soon. Trust me. All right. So ninjutsu yeah. also. This is what DC fandom DC fandom <laughs> also says. There's a whole ninjutsu. They spell it with an I, but. There's a whole ninjutsu article there. Uh, it, it says, training in disguises, escape, concealment, archery, medicine, poisons, methods of gathering information, non-detection, avoidance, misdirection techniques. Again, all from dcfandom.com, mm-hmm. dc.fandom.com. This is totally legit. I, It's a great. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, again, we're trying to define this before going forward because it kind of feels like, to me, in recent years, American Ninja Warrior and shit like shit like that, Kind of feels like people say, "Well, he's a ninja," and they just kind of refer to acrobatics and parkour <laughs> and shit. And <laughs> okay. it's like, yeah. what about what about the sneakiness and shit? You're missing mm-hmm. kind of what you know. The main thing is being sneaky, right? It's being yeah. It, that's it's so that just kind of like it doesn't piss me off, but it's just like you're kind of missing a big part of it there, and like yeah. in 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 uh our you know vernacular lately at least in america it just feels like it means parkour dude or something andrew you know, are you so... saying
2: that americans are getting something from another culture wrong <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean kind of but it's okay I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. so yeah we're, we're here to set the record straight here mm-hmm. all right so um yeah all right so let's get to some actual comic shit for batman's first the first ninja appearance in batman comics This is one thing I could not find. I asked on Reddit. I asked Dan. I looked myself. Tried to find the first fucking one. Um, It's kind of hard. But, oh, yeah, there's a T-shirt with Nin on it. (laughs) So, anyway. But, uh, so, yeah. um, I think one of the first things we should talk about is League of Assassins. Of course. Um, Of course, they are a secret organization founded by Ra's al Ghul. Uh, they are a group of assassins. They work in secret. They first appeared in Strange Adventures 215, Ooh. but I don't know if they have the name just yet. But they're it's the way the article made it seem was like that you know they were they're in there, but they're not quite the league just yet. That happened in. Uh, uh what you call it, Detective Comics 405, and it even says introducing the League of Assassins at the bottom. A uh, target, Batman <laughs> at the bottom right mm-hmm. there. So so yeah. Um gotta talk about the league. They show up quite a bit. They're pretty even though they're ghoul has a Middle Eastern flair to it, it's just so ninja y at the end of the day. <laughs> uh <laughs> so it's just hard not to bring that up. And lots yeah. of things get mixed up in comics. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. We just well, we just let it go.
1: One of the leaders is the sensei. <laughs> Uh, as well, yeah, so that's definitely <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get to that. the
2: sensei. <laughs> so was was that comic in the seventies with the League of Assassins?
0: I think it was. It's yeah, Detective I Comics so. four hundred five. I have that, but I don't have the. Uh, well, I know like I the year.
2: I feel like all that writing and stuff was started in the seventies mm-hmm. because that's after yeah. like the sixties television shows. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like Roz actually shows up after the League. He actually shows oh, up really? last. It's the League, then Talia, then Roz finally shows up. So kind of like
2: the animated series.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Huh.
0: They did it right. All right. So jumping ahead to another major release. This is going 30 years in the future at this point, but uh we had in the comics uh the Ninja Turtles and Batman Crossover. It was six six issues, and um, it was with DC, of course, and IDW. And in this story, the turtles and their arch enemy arch nemesis the shredder have been transported to an alternate universe by krang you know that brain dude oh yeah he, here in gotham city they meet batman and clash with a series of members of his famous rogues gallery while attempting to find their way home yeah there it's a it's a universe dimension thing so they find their way their way in the batman universe basically mm-hmm. so Um, I did read this one uh, and uh, we saw the movie, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But Mm -hmm. uh, Ben, you just saw the movie for this one, right?
1: I did. Yeah, I have not finished the comic, but uh, yeah, they definitely kind of were like, yeah, let's save the alternate universe stuff for the (laughs) keep that in the comic and we'll just make this a general team up like the movie doesn't do the whole alternate universe thing at all. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: That's right. Yeah. Did you read this one by chance, Zach?
1: Yeah, I read this one. I haven't seen the animated movie,
2: but I had a friend that was really into this crossover, so he let me borrow mm-hmm. like the whole comic
0: book series. Was it the guy that was it um, your friend that came on?
2: No, no, this is somebody else. He lived in okay. Raleigh when I used to live there, but yeah, he has a huge comic book collection. But yeah, I, I okay. remember reading all this, the whole storyline.
0: Mm-hmm. What did you think?
2: It's okay. <laughs> I I, right, yeah, I actually honest. love the Ninja Turtles, and I love Batman, oh, yeah. but I wasn't... I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of crossovers most of the time. I'm a purist, okay. so I just like things to stay in their own respective universes. Uh, okay. But yeah, it was kind of cool. Like, I need idea to see happen.
0: I just, since i already going into it, kind of like the idea of Batman being a ninja. Mm-hmm. It's just ninja meeting ninja, and... You know, having training in Japan, both of them. Well, Splinter has the training in Japan, I guess, in the regular mythos. But anyway, Japanese style training. I like them meeting up and again, crossing over and Donatello kind of freaking out about bat gadgets and shit like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I thought that was it was pretty cool. It was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, it was cool to connect them through the love of knowing those techniques and and being ninjas and Mm -hmm. stuff outside of just, oh, there's a cool character meets this cool character. Like they found another way to connect them outside of the fact that they're in the same comic.
0: Right. And it must have, it must have sold well enough because it may any, if the comic sells enough, they'll probably make an animated movie out of it, which they did. So I'm assuming yeah. it went well. So and
1: there are sequel arcs too, which I also haven't had a chance to check out yet, but uh, I haven't checked like the second either. or third one. I don't know how good they are, but this is and not this the there's... only team up.
2: In this storyline, don't they have the uh, Arkham or the like Batman's rogues gallery get like the mutagen Mm
0: -hmm. from the Ninja Turtles and they
2: turn into like creatures? I do remember that. Yeah. That's kind of
0: cool. They have fun with that. Reminds me of
2: Amalgam a little bit, like Amalgam Comics, where they had like Dark Claw and like the hyena Mm -hmm. Joker like mixture. I remember that.
1: Yeah. They do some. Yeah, they do some similar stuff in that. That was Mm -hmm. definitely in the movie.
0: Yeah. All right. Cool. All right, so moving on to the next one, we got you know bat manga. I, I want to do an episode about this. Uh, it's a I had to mention it because it's a Japanese run, mm-hmm. um, by Jiro Kuwata, and I mean I couldn't find anything ninja specific to this, even though it's Japanese, made completely in Japan, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, just have to mention it. I love the art. This is like sick, mm-hmm. This is in the sixties. This is sixties vintage Japanese manga art. So Some classic. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's it's really has its own style. And there's yeah. a volume two. I just ordered it for three bucks off Amazon. But I've got uh, the
2: original uh, collection of these. I think it has uh, like an orangish, like kind of sepia tone cover to it, or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah, but it's in English though, right? Yes. Okay, I would love to find the original japanese manga Mm -hmm. of this shit but i've looked on japanese ebay and yahoo auctions and i Mm -hmm. cannot find this shit man (laughs) um so yeah uh anyway all right so um moving on from that let's get into a little bit of the live action huh Mm -hmm. sounds good so batman begins has a lot of ninja shit Oh, uh yeah. Watanabe, League of Assassins, they're all training them, you all know. Mm-hmm. Uh even those those like little spiky things too are from historical ninjutsu as well on mm-hmm. his on his palm, interior of his palm. Mm-hmm. All the smoke bomb shit. This is ex- like somebody did their research here. Um and we're going to get a little bit more into that, but mm-hmm. there's just man, it's just surprising how how deep they went down the ninja rabbit hole for <laughs> for for this. Mm-hmm. Um Let's uh, look at one more clip here. I mean, he's wearing like the ninja garb. but yeah. You see the ninja armor.
1: Yeah. No, it's pretty clear what the influences are with this.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how much drug use was done in the for, <laughs> for ninja fucking training. <laughs> but eh, that's a good point. Some opium. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's some. This is this is in Tibet ultimately, but maybe they're mm-hmm. mixing shit. But it is it is cool what they did. Um, it's some of my favorite scenes that. I thought they even said the word... No, he does say ninjutsu, right? Yeah, Um, he says ninjutsu uh,
1: employs explosive powders.
0: Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And, um, yeah. So Ra's got the
1: word wrong, too.
0: He might have said ninjutsu, yeah. He
1: might have. I don't remember his specific delivery.
0: Faker. (laughs) Poser. What was great about Batman Begins to me was, like, it mixed Batman, ninjas, and zombies all-in-one, because it's kind of a zombie <laughs> thing at the end. And it's, like, kind of kind of seamless. So Definitely was, like, a, a little
2: about. bit horrific, yeah, at the end. Like, almost like a horror
0: movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, I mean, that's how Scarecrow... That's a natural yeah. evolution for Scarecrow, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. Loved, I love these scenes. It's great. Um, some of the best stuff from Nolan, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to The Dark Knight.
2: Ninja, Ninja Nugget! Nugget!
0: So the, when I saw The Dark Knight, I already knew about some historical ninjutsu stuff. And I have this clip of a teacher showing some, like it's, it's a little um, demo. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, he's using what's called a kyoketsu shoge, which is like, it's a rope on like historically a metal ring you used to just hit people with. And the other <laughs> hand has like a hook kind of thing. It's a hell of a weapon. You can swing it around like Gogo Yabari does in fucking... Um, Kill Bill. That's that's Kung Fu, but it's a similar kind of vibe. And trap opponents and stuff like that. I think the original clip I found on YouTube... Um, this guy's name is Hatsumi Sensei. Hatsumi Sensei is like... It's more opponents. I remember it having more opponents. And like at, in the middle of the fight, you use the rope to... Um, tie somebody up and they don't know it like you're you're defending yourself but with uh with the other parts of the uh kyoketsu shoge but Mm -hmm. you're also in the middle like without your opponent knowing it ideally you've wrapped them all up so uh when i saw i i I remember seeing that i was aware of this kind of um martial art and um so at the end of the dark night they kind of do that they kind of have this mm-hmm. thing whenever he's putting on, when he has the lenses on, right?
1: Yeah. He he's, does that to the SWAT team.
0: He does it to the SWAT team. So, mm-hmm. hold on, let's take a look at that real quick in the YouTube version. We're going to talk over it, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's kind of, looking at it now, it's kind of tough to tell really what's going on, I think. but
1: <laughs> Yeah. I think it, there's deliberate. Uh, subterfuge on Nolan's part, so he doesn't give away what's happening.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Part, until he kicks that one dude off.
0: And this is genius. I mean, this is like again, this is some real ninja shit going on here. Like you think you got me, but I've been you've been had this whole time. Mm-hmm. Ideally, this is what should happen. So this is another. Even though it's a little bit hard to tell, mm-hmm. like you said, it's probably on purpose. But it's kind of a bravo to Nolan for for me for this one. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. And it's also non-lethal as well.
0: It's not it's non-lethal. Yeah, you just wrap him mm-hmm. up. You don't you don't have to like yeah. um you know slice him up for this one, right? I so, think you're I think yeah. you're
2: supposed to think that he's like, oh my god, did Batman just kick that guy up <laughs> the side of the building first? Yes. Right, right. The right. first time just... you ever saw it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um what do you guys think so far about all this ninja tutelage?
1: I mean, there was always that element in Batman Begins, and it's cool to sort of see the origins that you brought up earlier and how they tie into tie into that because I think a lot of people see the I guess the the elements of ninja stuff, but I don't think they see it as deeply as what we're about to go into or what we've been going yeah. into so far.
0: Like Batman does parkour; he's a ninja. <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> White I really Shadow.
2: Like, I really like it so far. I really enjoyed finding out about the uh, Blowfield or Blofeld connection because I yeah mm-hmm. I had no idea about that I think that was that's really interesting and yeah. Raoul Dahl and you know that I guess I should have known that I'm just I like James Bond but I'm not like super knowledgeable knowledgeable about all that stuff so that's pretty cool and um yeah I mean I guess I just I I really like that stuff And Batman Begins too. the ninja stuff was very interesting to me because I feel like that was uh tapping into like something nobody had seen before like a a part of like batman's origin or just Mm -hmm. like covering new ground that hadn't been tread over by you know burton and schumacher and uh and even the 60s batman shows so yeah i think that's uh it's really cool so far it just seems like it just it just flows so easily with batman's story and kind of like who he is as a character and his his methods and practices as far as crime fighting Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's a natural match because i mean like i said there's been espionage in every war ever but there's just something that resonates with people especially pop culture wise with sneakiness with smoke bombs with using even you know masks all these similar weapons gauntlets are kind of a ninja thing too Mm uh so it's yeah it just meshes so well and you know we're gonna see more but after the break
2: here at Chat of the Wild, our game club podcast, we have been using our Lens of Truth to do deep dives on the Legend of Zelda series, in order, covering one to two dungeons each episode. Our show also looks at Zelda-likes, such as Crusader of Senti, Golden Axe Warrior, and the bizarre journey of Ford the Frog the Bell Tolls. Join us right now as we play Ari and The Secret of Seasons, our first new release since Season 1, or check out our past seasons, breaking down nearly 20 action-adventure titles. New episodes drop every Wednesday, here on the Greenlit Podcast Network.
0: Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all.
1: As you might have heard...
0: All right, and we're back. Batman and Ninjas, (laughs) y'all. Okay.
1: Looking at White Shadow.
0: White Shadow over (laughs) here. White Shadow, White Shadow. We we cannot talk, we cannot not talk about Night of the Ninja, y'all. Yeah. 35th episode of Batman the Animated Series. It originally aired on October 26th, 1992. It revolves around a former fellow martial artist rival of Bruce Wayne's. Who comes to Gotham City to get revenge for being exiled from the dojo that he and Bruce Wayne studied in? Um, this is the one with the Kyodai Ken, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. And I'm surprised I'm not... that he didn't transfer over into the comics as much as like Harley Quinn or Renee Montoya, because it right. seems like such a rich storyline to continue into the comics. Oh. It's like, you know, the other student who went on the other path type of thing. And they do that with some other characters, but I just really loved how they did it in uh, the animated series.
2: I thought he fell this into got... a
1: volcano. No, I, I don't mean like continue the storyline of it, but just like oh, do another okay. version of bring it. In the bring this guy over again. again? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was just oh my god! I saw this one in air, dude. I was like, Batman and ninjas, like the name of this episode. <laughs> it was yes. this is the best shit ever. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is um one of the better ones for me and. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, it has the Kildai ky- Ken in it, so this is another Ninja Nugget.
2: Ninja,
1: Ninja Nugget. Nugget!
0: Kyodai, they just kind of made this name up, I think. Kyodai generally just means brother, or brotherhood. Mm, okay. So, like, especially in, like, manga and anime, like, I'm sure, like, whenever Loki calls Thor brother, they're always like, Kyodai. You know, that's um, kind of that's mm-hmm. kind of the vibe of that word. Mm-hmm. So and Ken means punch, so it's like, it's like the brother of punch. It doesn't make much sense. It sounds like <laughs> sounds like a white guy made this name. Maybe it's so. supposed
2: to be ironic because it's like brother, but he's his
0: enemy. It's like the punch coming from the brotherhood, which is their secret organization of ninjas, or maybe we've yeah. thought about this way more than Paul Dini ever did. <laughs> I don't that's know. right. Most Bruce likely.
1: Tim. Maybe it would have made yeah. more sense if that was his like pseudonym or his like villain name and his real name was something else or something
0: yeah I, it's it's uh, the, the, we have the internet now and it's much easier to ask japanese people shit now too so <laughs> this is just we just gotta let this slide as a product of the 90s early 90s as well <laughs> so uh so yeah there's that um moving on jumping quite ahead how can we not mention <laughs> batman ninja um it's called Ninja Batman in Japan actually. They mm. I think Ninja Batman sounds better too honestly. So, yeah. yeah. Uh it's a 2018 Japanese animated superhero film directed by Junpei Mizusaki. Um Ta- Takashi Okazaki, the creator of Afro Samurai is the character designer for the film. Interesting tidbit I found while learning this, guys. In its American release, writers Leo Chu and Eric Garcia have admitted to rewriting the film from the original Japanese script written by Kazuki Nakashima, ultimately making two entirely different versions of the same film. So um, I'd love to find even the Japanese version of this script, guys. I'll translate Mm -hmm. it if I have to. So... Uh, anybody out there that has this uh, first script of Batman Ninja? That would be awesome. Ben and I actually saw this at the premiere at what WonderCon together?
1: Yeah, it was WonderCon twenty eighteen.
0: So let me set the stage for you. We we watch it. <laughs> we walk out. Ben is like visually upset or like just <laughs> he didn't ha- he didn't have a good time. I knew I knew he didn't like the movie. So can you let's so uh, Ben go go over this real quick. I think part of
1: it was just like, oh, this is kind of a cool idea. It gets transported back to feudal Japan or so. So he doesn't have the same gadget. There's no Lucius Fox. He's back to, he's like down to the basics type of stuff. Cause there's no technology for him to rely on. Yeah. And then instead we get like these like mech warrior, big things that the, the <laughs> villains are. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> why, did they, why did you need to transport them to Japan in the, in the past for this to yeah. happen? And it was just not my thing. Uh, okay. I don't think, I think it was, let's have Batman done through these, you know, tropes of anime that I'm just not super into. So I think that was more of the purpose as opposed to what I thought it would be, where it was going to be, uh, you know, down to the basics. I have, like, none of the utility belt stuff is going to work, any of those sorts of things. So I was expecting something different, but I would be down to see the original Japanese version if uh, it was
0: available, yeah. I wonder mm. what they did with that. But I think your expectations were in the wrong place. <laughs> I mean, I w- I'd be excited for that version, too. Right. But it just seems like, yeah, let's put Batman through the lens of anime tropes as much as possible. And essentially, it's kind of steampunk Japan.
1: A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the mechs, it's like old school 1800s mechs made out of Japanese castles and shit. <laughs> I liked it just because of what it did with the trope shit. It is very silly, but I like (laughs) Mm -hmm. silly stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean, yeah, it could have been a little bit more badass in some ways, but I liked how they just went absolutely fucking nuts with it. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be cool if we got more of like a Ninja Scroll badass kind of uh, you know, R-rated it's all about sneaking in the shadows kind of Batman ninja movie. Mm -hmm. Make that the sequel, please, DC. Uh, you know, that would be fucking sweet. But yeah. um, Zach, you saw this as well?
2: Yeah, I liked it. Yeah.
0: I think my ex, I didn't
2: have any expectations for it whatsoever. So I just watched it when it came out and I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty like fun and I saw the trailer. So I knew it was going to be like something just like balls to the wall. Crazy. Uh, so like I had that kind of forethought going in, but yeah, I even watched it again. I haven't like felt like watching it either. again, but I it was <laughs> yeah. fun to watch one time.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they've given Batman over to Japan with, with first time with Jiro Kuroda and now this. I, you know, mm-hmm. interested to always see these different interpretations and they did that weird detour shit with Joker in it. Um if you haven't seen it go check it out. Yeah. If if right. you've ever yeah. liked a, one anime in your life and you like Batman, <laughs> give it a shot. You'll like it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you'll probably like it, so. Yep. So there you go uh the next one is uh we talked about the comic but there was also of course the animated movie in 2019 of uh batman versus tmnt ninja turtles Mm -hmm. teenage mutant ninja turtles and this story focuses on batman robin and batgirl teaming up with the ninja turtles in order to save gotham city from chaos at the hands of both Shredder and ghoul I do like them kind of getting together and Razagool yeah. is his ninja enemy too, right? So Yeah, it's perfect. makes makes a lot of sense. So Ben, you just saw this one, huh?
1: I did. Yeah, I saw that uh, a couple of days ago because I knew that this was going to be tied into this type of stuff. And I do think some of the best stuff is the connection between the sort of two worlds of characters of like ninja shit and like that's how they can connect and you're also up against the villains who also know these types of moves. And that's Mm -hmm. why it becomes very exciting too, when it's like Batman versus shredder. And now like he wants to kick his ass in return after what happened earlier. And I'm like, okay, you feel that because it's it's like everybody's kind of from the same school. It really makes sense. It makes more sense than if it was just like another, it's the Joker again, even though he is in this, but only for like the middle
0: section. Right, right, right. I think yeah, I'd like to see
2: a version of this that is the uh, Batman 89 teamed up with like the, oh, what was yeah. it, 1990 Ninja Turtles? Mm. Is that when that movie
0: came out? The original mm-hmm. one? That, yeah, 90, I thought, 91 yeah. maybe, yeah. They're mm-hmm.
2: like right in the same universe, I feel like, the way those movies look. I don't know. I kind of wish you the guys comic are too young like to that. see
0: that in the theater, right? You were too young to see the nineties, the first one in the theater, probably. VHS. Yeah, I just saw it on VHS. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I saw them both in the theater. Man, they were like a year apart, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first movie, you know, I'm like in, I'm like six years old. We talk about this in the Ninja Turtles episodes, but like Raphael has "damn" in it, and yeah. everybody's mother probably turned over to their kid, just like it happened with me. And they're like, "What are we watching?" <laughs> <You know? laughs> Because they went way dark. They went way dark compared to the cartoon. But yeah. it, they were going they were basing it off the comic and no one really knew what the comic was. Everybody just knew the cartoon. Especially mm-hmm. moms and the kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, look I still Scarecrow's love the movie. It's ass, a great
2: movie. Look at Scarecrow's big ass head over there. Yeah, he's
1: got a huge head in this.
2: Yeah. It looks like the there's like a couple versions of him that look like that from the uh, Scarecrow tales collection that they got they released like right around the time of Batman Begins, I, I think it's like kind of late nine late nineties early two thousands. There's a couple I I know stories mean, with yeah. Scarecrow having this like mm-hmm. big head, like giant mouth, <laughs> like it's got to be flopping around on his head. I just noticed <laughs> he just that fills
1: it with straw. That seems uncomfortable too. If your hunting mask was filled with strong up against your cheeks, it doesn't sound.
2: Yeah, I grew up on uh, like we had a farm, a barn, and everything in our backyard, and we had to get hay for our horses. And
1: Mm. I hate hay.
2: Hay is itchy. (laughs) It's terrible. Like I can't imagine the scarecrow actually wearing that shit.
0: Like burlap is not comfortable. Crazy, bro. I
2: guess so. He just is an itchy motherfucker.
0: (laughs) It could it could make him yeah itch like crazy. Um, Gives me my power. Did we go over thoughts for this fucking movie? I thought it was pretty damn good for what it was. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And then, yeah, yeah, it's fun, right? I, I, it's, thought,
1: I, I thought it was a lot of fun, and I like those ninja elements, and I and I like that <laughs> Batman's arc is accepting pizza, in a way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's enough, bro. It's enough. He's <laughs> lightening up, though, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's more about
1: lightening up and, and being yeah. okay with teaming up with others and that type of stuff, which is kind of like... If you're going to have these personalities come together, that's pretty much what -hmm. you would expect in terms of the arc for this. So I I liked, it was a fun aspect to it. I'd like to see more in this universe.
0: It skews younger. Look at the way Batman's drawn in it. You know, it's definitely one you can show. Like, I have a seven-year-old nephew. I could easily watch this with him and be like, hey, sonny boy, I watched Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. You know what I mean? (laughs) We could have that. (laughs) We could have that whole thing going on. And he likes Batman, too. So, uh, yeah, it, it's pretty good. I remember Wolfie didn't like the humor, but I thought it, the jokes landed for me. But, you know, anyway. All right. So now we're going to move on to Notable Ninjas. Notable Ninjas. And we're going to go back to comics a little bit. Uh, so this one was interesting. Uh, this is something that Super Enferman told me about. This is Robin Annual Volume 2 and Number 3. I don't know how the numbers work on this, but that's what it tells me. Mainly Volume 2, I think. And from September 1994, it seems to be a Robin in Japan story. I didn't get my hands on it, but I have the the basic uh, some of the basic, basic characters from it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's literally a character called Bat Ninja in it. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Do He's you not see, afraid Wiki... to get
2: that sword dirty either, I see. Yeah, look at that.
0: sword, <laughs> straight up bloody in this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bat Ninja was sworn to protect House Toyotomi and kill no one that he had been ordered to kill. So they got some kill, kill rule stuff going on in this one. It's also called Narrow Path. That's probably the name of this arc, okay. the Narrow Path. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. We got Bat Ninja. We also got Tengu. <laughs> d c mm-hmm. fandom states Tengu is the second son of the lord Hide- Hideyoshi. These are also like nobunaga real historical characters they're putting this is a you know a, i guess else worlds going in the past in japan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh Tengu is the second son of the Lord Hideyoshi who was brought to the manor of the bat ninja <laughs> so <laughs> to be trained as a successor to its owner and to mm-hmm. protect the Toyotomi clan after him. One day, Bat Ninja and Tengu are attacked by Ninja who bear the sign of the Venom Rose. So, nice. I don't know what the Venom Rose is. I didn't get any pictures of that, but right. um, I do kind of want to read this. It looks kind of cool. It's a mid-90s awesome. comic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems cool. cool. We got a fucking, some samurai armor here with some bat shit on it. It's got bat wings Perfect. on the helmet. Perfect. And yeah. yeah, it looks cool. Ninja Nugget here.
2: Ninja Ninja Nugget!
0: Tengu, it's not just a name. Uh, I was going to ask about this, yeah. Yeah, it's from Japanese mythology. There are these bird-like monster, half bird, half man, demons. They have long, long noses, kind of ridiculous noses, uh, and that often live in the mountains. And also, uh, their mythology, Tengu mythology and ninja mythology sort of intersect uh also like the they'll be they were taught martial arts by the tengu you know shit Mm -hmm. like that like Mm -hmm. if ninja ever have magical powers they got their magic from the tengu so uh yeah they're pretty cool i've always liked them they got these the nose is ridiculous (laughs) but it's kind of it's kind of cool you know they they show up quite a lot they've been around for hundreds of years in, in mythology so um mm. also in demon slayer popular anime lately it's a, a not a tengu but a guy that wears a tengu mask um one of the, that one nose of the man. teachers is in it, there yeah the is nose is
2: supposed to be phallic
0: yeah, <laughs> not, i mean it can be but i think it's just you know there, this is this is getting into pseudo history slash just conspiracy theory shit but some people think that maybe they saw foreigners on the silk road or something way in their past yeah and they saw that they had big noses and Mm -hmm. that and that like eventually became tengu again no one really knows Hmm. about the about the nose i see
1: okay so Uh, so the nose knows
0: yeah also,
1: in the *Knight's End* comic, when Bruce Wayne is to basically he's healed, but he needs to get back into getting into the Bat Suits to take it back from John Paul Valley, uh, Lady Shiva gives him, I believe, the Mask of Tengu is what it's called. Does oh, not cool. look it does not look at all like this. It basically no, just like looks a, like a Japanese a bat, mask. bat mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So they didn't quite get that part right, but they got the name over. So when you mentioned that, I was like, "Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is probably oh, yeah. something that." isn't just a random name that they put in there. So I'm glad yeah. that you went into uh, who or what Tengu is.
0: It's the Ninja Nugget. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, you know, like we have goblins and, and all kinds of our historical monsters. Japan also has their own thing. Every culture has this, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, they're called yokai, which essentially means monsters. I think Tengu is one of the yokai... And uh, it's not a religious thing. They're not demons necessarily. They're not part of Shinto or Buddhism necessarily, I think. It's more cultural than it is religious. Mm -hmm. Again, I could be wrong. And, you know, say something in the comments. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Moving on from that, it's got Cat Ninja. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cat Cat Ninja may or may not be the wife of Lord Hideyori. I guess it says that's the wording in the DC wiki. So I guess they're trying to avoid spoilers. This is a spoiler mm, point huh. here. So mm-hmm. um, she has maybe some relation to Lord Hideyori. So there you go. Gotcha.
1: She's got the claws too that you would expect. Yeah, from that's Cat awesome. Woman.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. So there's that. Cool to have Cat Ninja there. And then ah. we got uh, the other notable ninja. the uh, Yoru Sensei comes from Night mm-hmm. of the Ninja in the mm-hmm. in the batman episode uh he ran a martial arts the uh, B Taz episode he ran a martial arts academy in japan and was teach and was the teacher of a young bruce wayne as a young man bruce enrolled himself in yoru's dojo for an extended period of time to learn numerous martial arts he rose to become one of the dojo's best students the only other student able to consistently defeat him was Ken. Uh-huh. so
2: it's
0: not Andrew? just the name of the technique it's the name of the guy yep does that kanji mean anything in the background oh the big one looks like just like close to a which is like e but you say a and the Mm -hmm. ones on the left it's it's not i mean it's it means honindo which is uh i mean it could be real but it's like a real the the path of the real person Mm -hmm. uh Hmm. it might be made up it sounds like it it's all. It's getting close to sounding legit, but I don't know if it's okay. Legit. I didn't know
2: if they just picked like random kanji uh, characters to throw up there. It's true. Yeah. The bigger ah. one looks
0: more random. The ones on the left look a lot more. Um, they are well, they are legit. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So uh, moving on from that, we got the sensei. Yes. <laughs> so, he's a fictional supervillain appearing in uh, DC Comics, of course, or created by writer-artist Neil Adams and first appeared in Strange Adventures 215. Mm-hmm. Yep, the same one as before. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That's December of 1968. Uh, the character is a martial arts sensei, an adversary of Batman, along with Dead Man and other heroes. It, it does list Deadman Man as uh, one of his foes. So, So, yeah. Uh, the that Sensei sense. is the maternal great grandfather of Damian Wayne and the father of Ra's al Ghul, and uh, hmm. also the paternal grandfather of Talia al Ghul. The Sensei is an expert martial artist. His longevity allowed him to learn dozens of martial arts over the centuries, able to beat Batman within minutes. The character also appeared whitewashed as fuck on uh, Gotham. On
2: Gotham, yeah, <laughs> that's White Shadow right there. That's
0: white Shadow, man. This is the sensei, dude. This guy right here. They he, always looks like get... the,
2: he looks like the old guy from the Burbs, the doctor he's,
1: guy. He's the old How dude. We learned from our Justified. lesson, bro. So I'm not sure if they really meant him to be the same sensei from the comics. It doesn't so much. matter. They really just called him the <laughs> sensei.
0: So. Look, white guys can study martial arts, you can become senseis, but it's the Mm -hmm. representation. You finally get to a character in the comics named The Sensei, he's Japanese in the comics. Mm -hmm. At least the first go-around make him Japanese, Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe get to a white guy after that, I don't know. Hate to be political, you guys, but... (laughs) Nah! He was in the third season, he's played by Raymond J. Barry, and Mm -hmm. uh, he was renamed to the Temple Shaman, because it's so much better.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. Was, white yeah. Shadow.
0: Next <laughs> white shadow, yep. White Next shadow. ninja <laughs> nugget.
2: Ninja Nugget.
0: nugget. Uh l- more about learning Japanese and less about ninja, but it's all related. Sensei mm. is comprised of the kanji before or ahead oh, and right. life. So it sensei it does mean teacher. Let's not take away that. But mm. but just like T Rex means terrible lizard in Latin, right? hmm Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sensei doesn't just mean teacher, it has these parts, and the sen means before or ahead, se means life. So it has this kind of deeper meaning of one that's lived a life before you, and that's somebody that can teach you. Right? Mm -hmm. So when I was (laughs) studying Japanese, yeah, when I was studying Japanese, this would happen often and be like, damn, this word's way deeper than I was expecting, you Mm -hmm. know, because I grew up knowing about sensei, but I didn't know about these you know, deeper implications. Yeah, so, you just
1: kind of assume it means teacher, you know? Yeah. Or like in Kung Fu, Sifu means like father in a way. So you're just like, okay, oh, yeah. like some sort of father mentor figure, but this, I didn't know until you brought up.
0: Yeah. It's, it's great. I mean, it's just because, you know, pop culture is only so old and we only see at one level of it, you know, especially since we're, it, we're, we're not of that culture really. Uh, I mean, we're all mixing more and more every day, but, um, still uh there once you start to you know do a deeper dive into that culture you find that there's just a lot more to it than you ever mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. So definitely. So yeah. Um I wanted to bring up Lady Shiva. Uh, of course she's you know, she's not she's an assassin. I don't it doesn't really say she studies ninjutsu, but I don't know, you kinda have to. There's Shiva's not a Japanese word either. It's it comes from Hinduism, yeah. I think. True. But, but still it's, she's just a, she's got Psy here too, which is well, like she close is to, to associated
1: it. with League of Assassins as well. So yeah. Right. There's that, there's that connection too.
0: Yeah. So mm. she could be our, uh, the, the Kunoichi of this episode. We should, probably should have more in, in this, but mm-hmm. sorry, it's being too male centric, but anyway, yeah, it's a uh, Lady Shiva. We, you know, we'll, we'll call her a ninja. She's, she's good enough to mm-hmm. be called a ninja. I think she's an assassin. So. So there you go. She's one of the most prominent martial artists on the planet in the in the comics as well. So, uh, so yeah, let's just mention her. Uh, Kirigi. Kirigi. Ah, yes. Uh, Another DC mentor. Yeah, yeah. He's a master of ninjutsu, living in Peiktu Mountain, which is Korea. Mm-hmm. Japan and Korea's histories are interconnected, um, and there's probably a version of of ninjas in Korea for sure, but. I just if you're writing a fake you know a fake story I don't know why they just didn't make it a mountain a mountain chain in Japan, mm-hmm. whatever. But anyway, it's the mm-hmm. peak to mountain of North Korea. Uh, a young Bruce Wayne had sought Karigi for instruction, gaining some of the skills uh, he would use as Batman. Um, and yeah, he learns ninjitsu from Karigi, basically more than mm-hmm. Roz in some instances. In- 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 well, his, uh, Roz was only in-
1: the the teacher in. The Nolan verse. You know, right, so right, right. it was always Karigi, mm-hmm. but they're just like, this ties in a lot better if it's just Rosal Ghoul who teaches him. So right, that makes right, more right. sense. Mm-hmm. But it was Karigi who's kind of influenced uh, what you've seen in Batman Begins. Because in order to get to that monastery, Bruce Wayne had to sort of hike up through this mountain when he's all bundled up and he gets to the door, and all that imagery mm-hmm. comes from this comic with Karigi.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I like Karigi. I, I, want, I don't think I've read much of him but I'd like to read more um, so uh, we, we can't not mention Talia of course um, she's obviously associated with the league mm-hmm. and uh, we also got uh, Damien everyone's <coughs> favorite Robin Everybody's favorite Robin but I mean he is definitely a ninja or studies ninjutsu at least He's you know it's a ninja of some sort and mm-hmm. looking very ninja-esque in this oh, in yeah. the YouTube version it's better so, if I don't hear him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get him post uh, you know, Kung Fu mountain training where he's chilled the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's the Damien I like. Mm-hmm. So oh yeah, I have some It's a little bit out of order. <clears throat> There's Karigi. Um so we're now we're going into Ninja Weapons.
2: Ninja, ninja Weapons! Mm-hmm.
0: One of our final topics here before we're out of here. Um so, so another ninja nugget. Uh historically th- as far as I gather, anyway, the ninja would use whatever the fuck. It's about pragmatism. But there is some history of them using what they call shinobi The toe just means sword. So a shinobi sword, it would be shorter, straighter, because the katana did have some curve to it. And uh, being shorter, it makes it a little bit easier for stealth missions and shit. So, so there's that. That's a little ninja nugget on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, we can't not... Min- oh, sh- this is also the kanji for shinobi. It's the same as nin, but it has a little B. That extra symbol is B. So it t- the nin becomes shinobi with this in a mm. compound like this. So there's that. Shinobi is pretty much a- synonymous with ninja. Mm-hmm. Sh- shinobi might be historically older, too, but I'm not sure about that as far as the etymology is concerned. Um, ninja Stars, a.k.a. Shuriken. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are, you know, Batman, uh, originally started out having the Batarang, right? And this started out, uh, being basically just a, a, boomerang kind of thing. And of course used to hit opponents, but, uh, you know, eventually, you know, since ninjas became more and more popular, the Batarang became very Shuriken like, yep. Gotta mm-hmm. say, uh, so it's another instance of Batman being very, very ninja like. Um, definitely yeah go ahead
1: I'd say specifically I think it's Frank Miller who first came out with that with the Dark Knight Returns where like he throws a bunch of batarangs and you see just like they're sticking out of the guy's guy's arms and stuff yeah Yeah. (laughs) where it's like yeah these aren't boomerangs anymore
0: yeah you can say batarang but you could maybe say bat star at a certain point I don't know it's Mm -hmm. like not a boomerang anymore which is fine with me because again the ninja shit just blends so seamlessly yeah totally you know how do you pronounce it andrew shuriken shuriken sure yeah you sure he can uh so i mean yeah the kanji for that would be hand under strike so it's like or under could maybe be hidden in this case but it's like hidden under the hand and ken is strike Ken can mean punch or strike i remember mm-hmm. that so, uh, that's specifically
2: what they said robin's throwing weapons were they never called them like Robin Rangs or anything like that. It was, <laughs> like,
0: oh, sure. I'm,
2: I'm thinking of the, yeah, I'm thinking of like, especially the nineties, uh, Tim Drake version, like the revamping of Robin.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It I mean, it's better than Robin Rangs. It's the other cool yeah, Rang. Rang, that's
0: the other <laughs> thing. I mean, like they, the historical Ninja had this whole, you know, what would be essentially a Batman utility build, all these fucking tools to use on the mission, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And a lot of similarity there. The other ninja nugget.
2: Ninja Ninja nugget. Nugget.
0: About shuriken here. Historically, um, I always found this interesting. Um, They weren't necessarily used to just kill immediately. You know, it was you could just slow down an opponent. If you were, if you got the eye, great. But if you Mm -hmm. didn't, still good. And even sometimes they let the the motherfuckers rust, hit them with it, and let let them die of tetanus. They were cold-blooded, dude. I love it. So, so yeah. I always thought that was a cool historical fact. There, we can't. Also, we have to mention smoke bombs, dude. Like it's it's part of the ninja ninja lore. They Mm -hmm. really did use them. One thing is, um, if even if it wasn't a smoke bomb, what they would do was hollow out an egg and put in some powder, and then so throw that egg into the person's face. The powder would explode, and it was less. I mean. I guess you could, like, leave at that point. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't used like this in the movies or with Batman. But it's a similar kind of thing. You're using a smoky kind of thing to escape. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I I, I got to say, and ben, ben knows this, I fucking mm-hmm. love any of the smoke bomb scenes <laughs> across all of the Batman movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't care if it's historically accurate or not. I, I, just something about this shit. Even though you can kind of see what he's doing here, in the it makes it point. seem.
2: It, it makes him seem supernatural. I loved it as a kid. Yeah. Oh my god!
0: It. It's some of my favorite scenes. I hope Pattinson has a scene like this. Mm-hmm. It's it's just as good as Batman punching somebody, if not better. To me, I don't know yeah. what it is. I just love the smoke bomb shit. It's just great. So well,
1: it feels like something that's like his thing. You know, what, right, it's right, right. one of his things. Is like the smoke yeah. bomb, uh, smoke pellets, and escape, and that type of
0: stuff. Is Batman a ninja, Ben?
1: Eh, yeah, no, he definitely <laughs> is a ninja. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anybody's disputing that, and I think it's cool to look at the the history of it as as well as all the different characters who are part of it. And I think he absolutely is. I think he combines that with you know his own ideals, you know, because clearly he's not the only ninja in the DC universe, but he does stand out from them due to his own methods or his own codes and those sorts of things so absolutely he is and it's cool to see you know it's not something that was there from the very beginning with the bill finger bob Kane version uh in a way but it is sort of sort of trickles in further and further until you get to the 70s and 80s or so and then now it's kind of just like post batman begins it's sort of a no-brainer to say that where he he's a ninja absolutely uh, the Eastern training, that type of stuff. Like, that's not really in there until, like, the late 80s and, and 90s and that type of stuff. Uh, but it really goes to show how the character evolves, and in a way, it's kind of a cool way to to introduce ninjutsu or any of these cultural elements to kids who might be really into Batman might want to learn a little bit more about these types of things. Or just like, oh, like Batman's not the only one who uses smoke pellets. There was actually historical you know, historical connections to those sorts of things. And that could cause some kids to want to read up on that and explore that further just because it's part of this, you know, beloved character. So I think that's awesome.
0: Right. White shadow.
1: I love it. I think it was awesome.
2: You'll get no (laughs) argument from me. I never thought that Batman wasn't a ninja. I mean, Mm -hmm. like we talked about as far as their fighting skills go, uh, Keaton was um, my first Batman and he definitely had like some martial arts, uh, mm-hmm. at least like poses and stuff that I remember as a kid. Uh, so yeah, it just seems like it fits his uh, style and, and lore so well. Like ninja training. Now it's just, I feel like it's just taken like at face value. Like, yeah, Batman was trained as a ninja. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody just yeah. knows that now because of, I mean, essentially from Batman begins because it's like in the public consciousness, but yeah, it just, it just seems like it fits so well. It fits better than just like, batman uh using fisticuffs to take down his uh mobster bad guys yeah it feels like oh this guy really knows what he's doing compared to these you know cannoli eaten eaten guys (laughs) with with the roman and stuff so uh yeah it's i i just loved like learning about all the history there was definitely some characters that i didn't even
0: know about so uh Mm -hmm. yeah it was awesome they probably had thank you they probably had uh smoke bombs and and gauntlets and him using disguises and working in the shadows even before they knew what a fucking ninja was because yeah. it's just so part yeah, of this ninja it's so part of the mythos it's so has so much inherent shared dna i guess you could mm-hmm. say so uh yeah uh, i just wanted to say let's look at the major characteristics he got stealth operates at night wears mostly black trained in asia uses fear as a weapon the, the historical ninja did do that as well you know people would make mythology and talk about magical ninjas and shit running across water and stuff there were historical accounts of that and like from what i've read the the historical ninja were like good you're scared of us that's good <laughs> <Yeah>. we <laughs> want you to be afraid of us their weapon yeah um i think if you thought think about this in the absolute strictest sense you could possibly put the word ninja in Um, You would have to be an active ninja assassin that practiced a form of historical ninjutsu ninjutsu from a legit ninja lineage in Japan in order to be a ninja. But then, you know, you kind of get into the argument of like, I mean, it's just hard to be that strict, I guess. Like, every culture in the world has had espionage in their warfare, like I've said many times. And there are assassins from everywhere in any point in history. And this is another thing I've thought of. If you were on a stealth mission right now, like if you're an actual CIA agent and you use a Taekwondo kick to kick somebody out of a window, does that Taekwondo kind of become ninjutsu? (laughs) You know know what I mean? He used a fucking martial arts thing on Mm -hmm. a stealth mission that Mm -hmm. worked for you was practical. So It does get a little hazy, like I said, but it's just interesting to think about. Um, but anyway, let's let's uh, get back to the actual point here. Uh, I, let's just keep it simple. Batman employs espionage, different costume, place of the fear of others. He uses smoke bombs, got the gauntlets. He uses shuriken of a sort. Um, general s- uses sneakiness uh, most of the time, right? Should be anyway. The only thing that you get caught up on is he's not really an assassin, the only thing you get hung up on is that. Mm, But I think even despite that, I think Batman is still a ninja. So that's superhero stuff you should know. Okay. So thanks to Dan, (laughs) the MVP for finding uh, many of these images and uh, helping with some of the notes and, uh, and shit like that. We, uh, it was my first time working with Dan and uh, that's great. The fifth beetle here. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so we have our first uh, comment after, after uh, moving on from, from thanking Dan. Um, mm-hmm. From uh, Nerdette's newsstand, she said, I'm pretty sure it's, it's a woman, correct me if my pronouns are wrong, but uh, holy crap, I just listened to this entire thing. And more than anything, bravo, great research, great conversation. And this was on the uh, Why Bruce Wayne Should Just Use His Money to Help Gotham is a Bad Take episode.
1: Yes. Thank you. New stand yes. for yes, yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, same, having nerdette, we're assuming female. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Yes. Um. <laughs> all right. We got Jose Arrocha next, and uh, he said, "I agree with the opinion that the Tim Burton Batman movies are Burton movies. As far as Batman Begins, even though it's grounded in realism, it's the first time they really lean into the comics." Because Batman Begins is very much an adaptation of year one. The same thing for The Dark Knight. An adaptation of The Long Halloween and a superior story, in my opinion. So it's rooted in the comics. I know you guys here don't like The Dark Knight Rises. That's fine. But (laughs) I love that movie. I like that it's a loose adaptation of different storylines. Nightfall, The Cult, No Man's Land, what have you. It works for me, and it's very much Batman. Same goes for Pattinson. I still don't think he has the physical elegance of Bale or Affleck to pull off... (laughs) Elegance, okay. (laughs) Bale, Affleck to pull off Bruce Wayne, but the trailer was still excellent. People can debate as much as they want, but Bale, Affleck, and now Pattinson are all Batman. And I believe Kane and Finger would approve of all three! (laughs)
2: Hmm, strong words.
0: Strong words, I guess. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, Strong delivery, and he... Andrew. <laughs> yes, yes. Strong delivery. It's all From about From nine that. year old
2: I... Jose Orocha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 35 I to 9. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah,
1: no, I, I'll, I'll jump in on my yeah. thoughts on this is that I think every era of Batman movies is in some way rooted in the comics, in something. You know, even the Burton stuff is very much uh, drawing off of Cane and Finger combined with the 70s. Uh, run at least with 89 and then like with returns they kind of went their own directions of course with penguin and catwoman but there's a lot of stuff that still is rooted into things that had happened in the comics whether or not they knew it was rooted in the comics is a whole other story Um, but a lot of i'd say every single era has been somewhat rooted in the comics i think it just Mm kind of comes down to which era that you prefer and i think a lot of fans these days are very much used to the top Batman comics that are listed in like Reddit or different fan sites and stuff that include Year One, The Long Halloween, The Dark Knight Returns, Nightfall, all that type of stuff. So uh, it's easier to recognize it when those things have, you know, show up in the Nolan movies and then now in uh, the Pattinson movie that that's coming up. And I think it comes down to like, what elements do you like the most and what things do you find that you are looking forward to, that you don't think you really got that much of beforehand. To some people, that might be what seems like the Batman narration that you get from the comics that we haven't really gotten in live action, that it looks like we might actually be getting in the upcoming movie. So for some people, that might be a huge thing. For other people, they might prefer the uh, sort of Rise of the Freaks element from Long Halloween that kind of gets conveyed into the Dark Knight. So... No matter what uh, sort of the source material is, I think there's there's plenty to draw off of and plenty for multiple different takes, as we all can kind of agree.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank you, Jose Arrocha. All right. Last comment before we're out of here. Uh, this is Help us, us out with this, Ben.
1: Yes, yeah, so this is us thinking, holy duck for sharing out the why Bruce Wayne should just use his money to help Gotham is a bad take uh episode because that's that's exactly why we did this episode so that people uh who are on twitter who are on uh, who basically agree with us can help share around this video uh to sway the other side who seems to think that this is a new idea whenever they say this on twitter <laughs> um so i holy am duck. very smart <laughs> holy, duck. holy <laughs> duck offered this and it looks like the main comment that uh, holy duck got in return was uh, a form of what we call in logical fallacies, moving the goalpost of where it's now like not about whether Bruce Wayne should help out Gotham. It's now that Bruce Wayne should donate all of his money and no longer be a billionaire, which I think is a whole other debate entirely. Oh. So yes. So anyway, thank you again. Holy duck. I think you also left a comment on the uh, video itself, but just wanted to shout out to you for sharing this. And uh, thanks a lot.
0: Holy thank duck. Thank you. Holy duck. <laughs> all right man so is this correct ben yes it is okay great that's awesome so we'd like to thank our patreones. (laughs) that'd be shasta leom o super inframan douglas p dandy aaron willett nick noir jesse e jeffrey r scott v Asgar's web jeremy h alex of the what mean podcast ian justice jared p paul c jamie h rochelle l and tara m other supporters include sparkageddon S-E-C-T Productions, Robert Schumann, Cookie Nuns, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock, and H. Walter the Wobot, John Wells, Rye Guy, Jackson Putnam, and Tway in. Nice. Thank you, everybody. Yes. You. Please join the Shasta Army, y'all. That's a $1 tier. <laughs> Gets you that shout out. But the $5 tier, come on. That's where the real awesomeness happens, right? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, another show every Friday on the Patreon feed cancel anytime. it pretty much rounds out to like less than a dollar an episode uh mm-hmm. a week yep. so there's that and uh yeah we have our ten dollar tier as well which is our monthly meetup and um that one is growing as well please join it's where we kind of like re- well react to shit with with fans of the show live and it remains at the ten dollar tier and uh yeah we just uh roasted a bunch of um Batman costumes from mm-hmm. Halloween. Halloween. Halloween fails. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Suicide Squad and shit like that. So that was a that was a good time. And uh yeah, moving on from that. Uh yeah, please uh check out our merch. It's a red bubble and threadless. So superhousepod.redbubble.com and superhero stuffpod.threadless.com Get all of our merch there. Still working on uh yours, man. Man, can you remind me during the week, dude? I fucking forget <laughs> this shit. This goes in one ear and out the other. When I, as soon as I quit recording, bro,
2: White you, Shadow is upset.
0: White, White Shadow, please help me come to the dojo during the <laughs> week, man. Uh, so, um, so yeah. Artwork by Stefan Santa Cruz. He wants to go back to, the, to his other name. It was Wolfie, but uh, yeah. So there you go. There's that. Um, please uh, send us an audio clip again. Shame to you who haven't. Send that audio <laughs> clip to uh, superhousepodcast at gmail.com. What would be funny is if you sent a bold statement or some wild shit, mm-hmm. like, I hate the Beatles, or I hate Star Wars, or I don't know. it's like, not a ninja. Bat- or something like that. I mean, it's <laughs> negative, smells. but if it's funny, yeah, if it's funny, you know, whatever. You know, so that'd be cool. Uh, and I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Thunderwolf lives on, gosh dang, YouTube and thunderwolfdrew.com has my whole portfolio and all that except for amanorecon.com that has that is spelled a-m-a-n-o-r-e-c-o-n.com r-rated tokusatsu a lot of japanese in this episode so might as well explain it tokusatsu is uh means special effects so generally refers to japanese special effects um even godzilla is included in tokusatsu as well as uh power ranger shit which is what this is it's a tokusatsu it's a power rangers inspired influenced r-rated uh thing that i'm making now and um it's also got an x-files and stranger things vibe to it um but still rated r it's a sci-fi horror comedy this artwork right here is by white shadow and uh it's going to be an indiegogo campaign still coming i'm working like a motherfucker on this thing lately so uh yeah that's it for me ben Shout out to Comic
1: Capital on Instagram as well as the Everything Entertainment Club on Clubhouse. You can follow us on Twitter at SuperhousePod. Next, you can follow us on Instagram at SuperheroStuffPod or TikTok at SuperheroStuffPod. <laughs> uh, We're also on Vero now at Superhero SuperheroStuffPod. Uh, my website is benwanwriter.com, uh, and uh, you can follow my YouTube channel. In the description below is where the link is, but it has all sorts of other pitch videos from... The uh, past episodes, different clips, and all that type of stuff. Uh, and then in the next slide, as you could see, uh, my Instagram is Juan Writer, and uh, my son's Instagram, my cat, is Alfie, at Alfie Pennyworth Cat, <laughs> the ginger cat. Uh, so uh, you might he end has up- a soul. Yes, he okay. has a soul. <laughs> If you join the $10 Patreon tier, you may end up meeting him uh, on it. But uh, he is at Alfie Pennyworth Cat. And if you have an Alfie yourself, then you can get Whisker Box, the only cat box for the crazy cat lady and gent. And if you don't have a cat, but you have a dog, that's okay. Because we have got the Bark Box, y'all. That's right. The Bark Box promo that you might have heard earlier on. We got our own specific link where you can get the first month off free, valued at $35. And you can check all that type of stuff off. Check it all that out at our affiliate links at superhero slash shop. All sorts of great shit. Barkbox, whisker box, <laughs> Amazon stuff, eBay stuff, check it out, add more to your collection, and help us out.
0: Please do. Whisper day. <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: If you'd like to see less
2: of me and more of my artwork, you can go to Zachary Jackson Brown art. .com, and you can also follow me uh, on TikTok, Instagram, and the YouTubes. Just look for Zachary Jackson Brown Art. Since it's October, I've been doing less Batman stuff and more horror related stuff, which is really my bread and butter uh, as far as t shirt designs and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you can just come and check it out.
0: Nice. Nice. Yep. So. I want you to do us a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about us. (laughs) Indeed! Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network.